Welcome to RUL 10, your primary source music, movies, TV, and sports. All right, guys, and we're back with another episode of Are You Entertained, your one-stop shop for all things in the world of music, movies, TV, and sports. I told y'all we're going to continue growing and expanding, and what do I do? I go out and snag one of the biggest pop culture talking heads I know. We've got my boy Nick McCarger in the studio. I'm Trey Alessio, the dawn of entertainment. Uh, we've got some other thing, big things in the works. I don't want to announce them quite yet until they come to full fruition, but just know more podcasts, more video, more blogs, more content, and hopefully some more merch is coming your way. So tell your friends to hop on the bandwagon, subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Um, we have a lot to break down today, so let's get into it uh, right away. My boy, Nick McCarger in the studio. What's up? He's going to be, we signed him on, so hopefully you're here for, for good now, right? You know, till, <laughs> yeah. till we get something bigger. Yeah, day-by-day basis right now. I'm, day I'm, by on, day. I'm on a day-by-day contract, <laughs> depending on how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, basically what we always do when a newbie, a newbie comes on, we always ask a few questions just to kind of give a background of like future. So when you're, when you're saying something about a future album, they already know your favorite, you know, album, sure. movie, stuff like sure. that. So first off, tell them your favorite album, your favorite artist, your favorite sports teams, movie and TV show. I know it's a lot. Oh, I can, I can, that's, that's I can, a mouthful. I know. Um, you know what? God, are you one of those guys that has like a top, top 10 top movie? I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a top 10 list guy. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm a, Sometimes top fives, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, um, I'll give you my my current favorite album, and I'll give you probably, I'll, I'll give you an all timer. Okay, that's that's cool um, with me. You know, right now, I would have to say it's I have a tie right now. Okay, um, I would have to say, Birds in the Trap sing McKnight, Ooh, with Travis Scott. I like that. I like that. Uh, and I also love Venice by Anderson Pack. Um, yes. I mean, those are two of the, the most innovative, uh, colorful, you know, stars in the game right now. I mean, yes. you know, Anderson, Anderson pack is just the things he's doing. He's just such a hybrid talent. It's unbelievable what he, what he's able to, to put together, uh, in his productions on his tracks and the next big stars. What yeah. You're saying. Yeah. He can, right. he can do it all. He can sing for you. Yep. Uh, he can rap. He can, he can put together bars. He's obviously as lyrically sound as they come and, and his sound is unlike anything you've, you've ever heard. Can play the um, drums too, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's super, just yeah. uber talented. He's crazy. He's yeah, good. Yep. So, uh, and I, I would have to say, you know, a lot of people I might get some heat for this. But, <laughs> Here we go. But uh, you know, my my favorite, <laughs> my favorite, I don't, my favorite group of all time, rap group, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. Um, and I would have to say, probably all time favorite album, Eternal, uh, nineteen ninety nine. Um, I, I think it doesn't have to be straight rap to sure be country, whatever you the, want, man. Well, I mean, you know, you know, I'm, 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 I'm definitely partial to the hip hop game. And, okay. And that's uh, what we love here. Honestly. So, so, you know, bone thugs and harmony have a, have a special place in my heart and deservedly. So for anybody that's like that. heard their music, like that. um, but yeah, so love them. And, but I'd, I'd have to say right now, my favorite artist future, I oh mean, God! And, Here we and, go. And you can and you can say whatever you want about me. You can you can call me, uh, you know, a degenerate, a simpleton, <laughs> simpleton, whatever you want. Call me any name on the book, and I'm standing by my guy. Um, All right. Well, you got to be walking around with a half chub for the last few months because he dropped two damn albums week after week. Half, How do you feel half about chub? Those? I'm full mass. You're full. I mean, it's full. It, yeah. I mean, I mean, the the blood is is pumping. 
Hell yes. down there. Uh, you know, it, he's just he's. I would it gets have to you say, fired up. Well, he's the type of guy that is. Um, you know he's he's a trap king. You know he he he's got the trap game on lock. And and you know every artist has their niche. Uh, I, you know unless you're Drake and you and you try to be you know the jack of all trades. You know <laughs> you, you have multiple personality disorder. But you think you think Future has low key bars and lyricism. I think he does. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think I think his most recent album Hendrix. Uh, you know part of his his two part release. I actually really like that one. Yeah, honestly. I mean I, I, he really let us get into a psyche. Yeah. Um, and and really showed that. You know, he's not just a, a, a trapper. See, that's my problem with, like, trap rap is normally it's just banger after banger. But when you do something like that and give us yeah. a little introspective, yeah. I like that sort of thing. Yeah. I like the variety. I like yeah. the versatility. Well, I, I know you're a big Kendrick guy, so so lyricism is obviously a huge part of your oh, listening yeah. experience. I, I get it. I love Kendrick as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tupac. I mean, you, you go back, and, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of greats, I guess. But I understand there's a time and place for everything. Sure, sure. I mean, I wouldn't say his music is necessarily timeless. I mean, it's 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 trap. It's it's uh, it's it's, music. it's fun to it's, listen it's, to. Yeah, it, it gets you hyped up. And, I, I mean, I got to tell you right now, I don't know one person – uh, unless you don't have a pulse or you're just completely against the hip-hop game that does not enjoy his music um, in, in a sense of when you're trying to, you know, get those vibes going and, and you're ready to go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Definitely. Um, you know, it's just... Double murder. Yeah. Oh, just something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Juice. You, you put me on, though. Yeah, he's, you know, but that's, you know, that's the thing. I know you were hating early on about you know? me, uh, you know, being on the future game. But but I really do think, and I think his, his most recent work really showed you that he really is a talent. Uh, I just think that he has such a stranglehold on the, the, the niche of him being a trapper. Mm-hmm. He's so good at it. I, I think people want to dumb that down and try to... Uh, Act like it's 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 not impressive what he's doing sure. when you put him on a fire track mm-hmm. and you just it, you're you just you get on those vibes on those levels that no one else can take you on. Yeah. Um. I, I I mean he's I think he's one of the great talents out there right now and I think his last piece of work Hendrix where he kind of gets in his feelings a little bit uh, shows you that he he does have the ability to be one of the greats. I agree. I agree with that. All right. So we got an artist, sports teams. I know you're a huge sports guy. Yeah. Oh God, <sighs> too big of a sports guy. Um, you know, I I love. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big Chicago Bears fan. I'm 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 almost. I'm not almost embarrassed to admit it. I really am embarrassed to admit that. So for <laughs> those of you who are listening, uh, I've let you in to the inner circle. Uh, if you could keep that between you know us, that I'm a Bears fan, I would appreciate that because so you're, you're not outwardly a. Uh... A fan right now at this at this time. Well, I mean, I think all Bears fans need to be in hiding. Uh, I, I <laughs> they think, need to hibernate. They're bears. yeah, yeah. It's uh, tell you what, the, <laughs> the winter is coming. It's here, and we just need to hide out for a while. Uh, right. We're terrible, but. Also, on the flip side, I'm a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. So, you know, um, I understand the Cubbies, you know, with, with the world. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Savor. We'll talk a little something about that. Yeah, relish thing. it, yeah. relish it. But uh, but for, for those of you in the – in the the Des Moines, Iowa area, or anyone anyone familiar with uh, you know institutions of higher learning, <laughs> I'm also a huge Drake men's Wait, basketball. Wait, Drizzy fan. Drake? 
No, 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 no. The the Drake. Drake, the, gotcha. the Drake that Drake copied. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. He's he, on that he, now. Yeah, he's on that. He's on that Drake he's University the pharma- swagger. Yeah, he's rocking the pharmacy sweat- yeah, sweater. Yeah, he also has the, the Letterman jacket. I mean, honestly. Custom like, made. Custom made. I, I mean, only the finest threads. Pretty slick. I tell you what, he looks good in it. I'll give him that. Yeah, he, he's he's, he's repping. I mean, free pub for my program. I'm Definitely. all about it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then this might be, this is tough for me. But movie, TV show, can you narrow it down to one, maybe two? Yeah, so I, I, I would have to say, I mean, right now I'm really big into Game of Thrones. Love that. Okay. Um, you know, recently The Young Pope was yes. was, was awesome. Yes, I still need to finish it, but yeah. Yeah, it's, oh my, my I'll tell you what, um, Jude Law, very dynamic. My only sin character. is that my conscience doesn't accuse me of anything. Yeah, right, Favorite line. right. He is a <laughs> savage. Yes, he is. There's no doubt. Uh, but I would have to say all time, I love uh, Breaking Bad. All right. I, I really do. I mean, just I don't, the whole, I don't hate it. The whole idea of that show, Brian Cranston, unbelievable performance. Um, I mean, it's just it, it really is one of those shows that it's realistic enough in a sense to where you could see it actually happen. But the drama is just so jaw dropping. Yeah. Just you're always you're always hanging on everyone's next move. Don't hate. I know I'm the dawn of entertainment, but I have yet to see Breaking Bad. I know it's 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 a damn shame. Well, then you can't be the dawn of entertainment. I guess you, I, I mean, can't you're, take you're, away you're, the title. You're, you're like Shit. you're you're like you're like the you're like the the dawn in waiting right now. Ooh. You're you're like you're, I'm the underboss. Yeah, right. You're the dawn now. Like like right Shit. now, you've got like a loading a loading bar above your your head <laughs> that says like you know like the little or like the little colored pinwheel on yeah. on the MacBooks. I just need to have that following me. All yeah, the time. yeah. So yeah. right, so right now you're. So I need to watch that, and then I'll get my. Yeah, my, my yeah. stripes. Yeah, you'll get your credentials that All right. way. All right, I'll have to do that. And then, do you, can you narrow it a movie down? I know that's super hard, but couple. What it, you got? It, oh, it, it ain't that hard. It ain't that hard. For, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Godfather. The I mean, Godfather. you know, kind of going back to my roots um, and, your, Italian, and yours as well. Um, I mean, there are a lot of great mob movies out there. You know, another one, Goodfellas. Obviously, The Godfather Part Two. Um, but you know, a lot of people hate on three. I yeah. like three. Look, look, well, I mean, it's it, it, it's unfair because three can't you can't give the the third part a fair shake because think about the shoes that it has to fill. Well, and it's like twenty years afterwards or whatever, right? Right, yeah. right. So it's it just has a different feel to it, and and not only that, but Marlon Brando. Um, not being in it, and, yeah. and Pacino with his like spiked hair. Yeah. I, you know, I just I don't I'm I'm not feeling it. But yeah. it's still a good film. But comparing it against those oh, no. two are like not as good. But I just like it. Yeah, a lot of people just don't like it. It's like comparing you and me to Christ. Probably not a great comparison. <laughs> you know, like we, I, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah we've got sure. some similarities. Yeah, we're, we we're human. That's about it. Okay? For sure. Let me let me throw this in there. I know it's kind of off topic, but uh, have you heard? About the news, Martin Scorsese's making a movie called The Irishman with De Niro, Pesci, oh, Pesh. and you know I'm a Pesci and Pacino, guy. and it's about kind of obviously an Irish gangster. It's about a teamster guy, and it's coming straight to Netflix. Really? Yeah. Really? So I, that'll be interesting. I but know, I'm super I, excited for I it. I want to know Netflix, Netflix pulled that one. Exactly. Well, I think they bought it from Paramount because okay. he had the deal with Paramount. Okay. But uh, it's just I wrote a little blog about it, actually, and I think it's if, if it's successful, which I think it will be with that lineup, I think it's going to change the game because you're going to see a lot more prominent movies with directors like that coming to stream only. Yeah. So could yeah. be could be something to look out for. Yeah, I mean you you could you could sell me on on watching paint dry uh <laughs> in, in, in a in a solitary confinement unit 
uh, as long as Pesci and De Niro are in there with me. Dude, right? I mean, I'm it's, pretty sure Pesci has been out the game for forever, so it's going to be sick to see him come yeah, back. I hope yeah, it happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see what yeah. he, what he's got going on these days. It'll be weird to see because, I mean, they're obviously all old, so maybe there will be like a Benjamin Button type yeah, thing going on. I don't yeah, know. Maybe he reverse-aged. Yeah, exa- maybe, exactly. Maybe he's like younger, better looking, maybe some Botox, <laughs> some uh, some some. Could some you imagine lisp? Pesci with Botox? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Cracking the, cracking the jokes. Funny how. Funny how. Oh, God. hey, here's what's great about Pesci is – he is a lot more uh, dynamic and has a lot more range as an actor than people think. I mean, yeah, I mean got, he's in Home Alone. We've got Pesci and we've yeah. got the Home Alone Pesci. <laughs> we've got Pesci in Casino, yeah. who I mean oh gets blacklisted at every joint in in Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, and then you know gets beat to death with a baseball bat. R.I.P. Mickey. Spoiler alert. Hey, if you guys if haven't, you haven't seen that, get if you the hell haven't out seen Casino, you're 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 listening to the wrong podcast. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. All right, and then two other just quick questions about the kind of album and movie thing. So, what makes an album, a movie, or a TV show great for you? So, when you put your your stamp on it, that it's great. Moving forward, kind of this is just kind of some background for people. When you call, say, the Hendrix album great. What what is it that makes that album great for you? So in the future, when we're marking albums, you know, great, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. What 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 would you say? So, um, I would have to say, for example, like Future's most recent album, Hendrix, sure. right? I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it. I mean, that was just an I, example. Yeah, just I, when, I'd, say, yeah, I'd yeah. say I'd say it's a great album. Now, is it like an all time album? Yeah, probably not. But I think it's a great album. And and part of my criteria is, is it innovative? Okay. Is it is it generating is it different? Is it generating sounds and different types of techniques that uh, are, are generating a new experience for listeners? Sure. Now that could be something that's more like internal in in the uh, you know a particular artist's yeah. skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, you you saw on this last uh, album from Future that he went from a trapper to a guy where like it's lovey dovey. Yeah, he's getting more introspective. Yeah. Where there's still some of those trap elements, but he's evolving. Yeah. But then you also get a guy like Travis Scott. Who, well, when you say sonically sound, I, that's who I think of. It's oh, Travis Scott with the production, the and things, all that. yeah, the, the just, just first of all, the beats that that um, and and the the production work mm-hmm. that goes into his album, yeah, uh, and not only that, but what he does with his voice, his cadence. I don't even, you know, people want to hate on auto auto tune. If you use it right, we've we've seen that you can really change oh, yeah. the game with it. Auto tune's uh, not dead. Yeah, there, there's there's Jay Z didn't know what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, there, no <laughs> no shame in auto tune. You heard it here. So all right, all right, and quick little 2006, 2017, excuse me, catch up. We already talked about the future albums, but do you have any uh, takes on the Grammys, Oscars, Super Bowl, anything there? Any any just you know what were your thoughts? You know, we 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 didn't have you on at the beginning of this year, so we got had yeah, to kind of play a little catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. The one thing, and and this is gonna be really cliche, and everybody's already talked about it, but what a massive, uh, what a massive screw up on uh, the Grammys. Well, or was it Oscars? No, the Oscars. Oh shit! Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to yeah, get into right. that. I want to get into yeah, to, go for it. What I mean. Do you think that was staged? I think that was planned. I, okay, so, I really do. Wow, you do. Steve, okay, Steve Harvey. We talked. Stuff. We talked about this a little bit on. Uh, we had a specific podcast about this, and uh, honestly, when I first saw it, that's the first thing that crossed my mind because Jimmy Kimmel's kind of a prankster and sure. he does that sort of thing. But then you have to think about this is the most prestigious movie award, and I don't know if he has the balls to do something like that. Sure. 
I'm, I don't know, I'm, but then I'm, the guy did explain how it happened, so I don't think it was staged. See, I don't but even I think the see. guy was in on it. I don't even think he was in on it. Okay. I think, so you think it was Kimmel and the people behind it? I, I think potentially, I don't even know if Kimmel had anything, anything to do with it. I think that potentially. Like and, behind and the scenes can, and you can call, Yeah. Okay. You can call me a conspiracy theorist. That's conspiracy. Uh, Jesse Ventura, <laughs> whatever you want to call me. But I, I just feel like, you know. First of all, you can't mess that up. Yeah, that's, that's number one. That's a big. But then fuck again, up. Steve Harvey. You can say it. Steve Harvey. It was a fuck up. <laughs> it, it was, and Steve Harvey fucked up. You know, yeah. with, with the Miss Miss Universe. Okay, that's. You want to talk about prestigious awards? We're talking about like the most prestigiously, uh, you know, allegedly beautiful and intelligent woman on the planet. Yeah. And you're, you know, like how are you going to crown? How are you going to put the crown yeah, on someone's exactly. head and then Dude, just snatch it from them? I couldn't even imagine. Oh honestly. my goodness, she, it, you crazy. can't come back from that. Oh yeah, crazy. She's gone. Yeah. What What do you think? I know you have something to say about the Super Bowl, man. I mean, what do you think? Did Did the Did the Falcons piss it away or did the Patriots win it? Oh, obviously the Falcons pissed away. I agree. Uh, you realize they they ran the ball. I think they ran the ball. Was it like seven times in the second half? Yeah, pathetic. When, when they were up like when they were up like twenty eight to three, they ran the ball in the second half four times. Well, how how much time was on the clock when they could have ran the ball? And I mean, it would have been over. I think was it f- well, fucking four minutes so, left, or was it a little bit more on the so, clock? So so. Um, well, they definitely could have ran the ball. Like, for example. Yeah, up the middle the, and kicked the field goal so, and yes. it over. So that last drive when, yeah. when when Matt Ryan took that sack. First of all, Matt Ryan, God bless you. You're a great ball player. I respect your game. Okay. Not elite? Oh, He's, shit. I'm not saying. <laughs> well, he had, no, he had an elite season. Yeah. You know, but but here's the deal. High school quarterbacks would know, and I understand you're on a big stage, but you're a professional quarterback. You're, you know, you get paid millions of dollars to be a pro and to basically be damn near perfect at what you're doing. Yeah. And when he took that sack, uh, when they sh- they ran play action, they should have ran the ball. Yeah. When he took that sack, was it on second down or was it on third? He lost like 12 yards, took him out of oh. field goal range. Yeah. They had to punt. Mm-hmm. That right there in itself, first of all, play calling, pathetic. But second of all, Throw it away. Oh, yeah. Take three steps to your right or to your left. Get out of the pocket and throw it away. Yeah, dude. I cannot believe oh, they made that comeback, man. It was insane. They, they threw it away. They, you Fun know. to watch. I was kind of pissed. I was rooting for the Falcons. Oh, disgusted me. Yeah. yeah. Dis- disgusted me. I mean, I respect Brady and, and that organization, but come on, man. You're up 28-3. to three. How, how are you going to let that happen? Exactly. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. All right. Uh, just a quick little – I, I want to plug this a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. first of all – I just got back from Florida, which was pretty dope. Oh, uh, we you. we made nice a, humble brag. Nice, yeah, Congrats. nice humble brag. Thank Congrats. you. Um, we did a road trip around the fucking country. Went through. We actually did a trip, a college visit to Houston for my sister. She's looking to go to Houston. Were there a lot of cougars down there? Uh, not not bad looking females. That's like, for sure. Like cougars, like older, like legit cougars, like older ones. That are or you talk you're talking the animal because technically they are the cougars. I'm kidding, but yeah, not bad, not bad for sure. But we went through Houston, we went to Mobile, Alabama. We we That's made a, nice a side, town. yeah, we made a side trip to New Orleans. Uh, got stopped on the freeway. We moved 30 miles in three hours, so it tur- turned a five-hour trip into a nine-hour trip. Pretty shitty. Getting double your money. Yeah, and uh, my dad was 
not happy, and he did not enjoy Bourbon Street as much as I did. Tom I was wasn't to happy. Up. Nah, he. Tom wasn't. He was salty. He was ready to be really? done. Really high yeah. sodium levels. That's I unfortunate. I, exactly. It's not good for your heart. Yeah, but then uh, we went to Florida, and made the whole way back. So it was a lot of fucking driving, but it was fun. Uh, but let me let me throw out this scenario. So I'm a mm-hmm. huge Star Wars geek. We went to Hollywood Studios in Disney, uh, in Florida. And there was a like a, like a legit lightsaber. It had, it was like metal with glass. It lit up. Guess how much it was? Hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, you bought one. No, I didn't buy that one. But my you dad was it. pushing me to get it. He's like, "You would play with this. You would you would like this." And I'm like, "I would play with it once while we're down here and be done." The, the fact that you day, would even play with it once, I'm concerned. No, nah, no. Nah. We had to do a little, do little lightsaber do battle. You, do you LARP? I would. I would like. Have you actively lost? I have, have not. You, I could have in high school. For those of you, high school, college. For those, for those of you in college, you they have, have a LARPing LARP. like team, I think. Or <clears throat> was this at I, ISU or yeah. Mizzou? No, Iowa State. Yeah. Figures it was, it was at Iowa State. That makes <laughs> Lanes, that, Lanes, that makes way too much sense. Okay, <laughs> we got that an Iowa boy here and Iowa State here. Yeah, yeah. So, Hawks fly, baby. Yeah, yeah. Big Ten. Let's for go. Sure. It's cool, but yeah. So. Me and my brother made customized sabers for $30, so we kind of took the the downgrade. Okay. But I'm cool with that. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. But anyway, the next day or maybe the day after, we went to the outlet malls, found Versace shades with the Medusa head on them, called me Illuminati for $230. I know that's a little steep for sunglasses, but damn near about the same range as the lightsaber. My dad was pushing for the lightsaber. He was telling me not to get the shades what do you think of that scenario you know i would wear the shades over and over again yeah you know that that's just the the old uh the old uh adage that look age is just a number <laughs> tom's worn out tom's, worn, tom's out. worn out tom is like i don't care like you know like when you're younger you're in your 20s like us right you still kind of i mean you you want to be fresh, right? You yeah. want to you want to look good in your threads. You want to accessorize a little bit, you know, have some fun yeah, with, with get, your money. You're saying he does, yeah. doesn't care. He's just at a Walmart. point now where he's just like, look, I'm I've had my kids. I'm <laughs> locked down. I'm going nowhere. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Get, that's me, your that's me, your that's your thing. We're gonna get a little you're t-shirt hear, made you're, for it. You're gonna hear a few more of those. <laughs> uh, but but no, I mean he's just he's just at the, a point in his life where. He's a big Star Wars guy, and he's not afraid to let the world, you know, see it. <laughs> he's not a Star Wars guy, but I think he knows how much I am a Star Wars. So guy. he was, so he's vicariously he's like, living yeah, through your it. Star you'll, Wars. You'll love. like it, but then he wouldn't. He, he said the shades were stupid. I didn't pull the trigger on either one. I'm a pussy, but really? it's whatever. I got, I got the. You're like, better than that. I got the lesser lightsaber, so it's still wow. cool. Wow, you but didn't get the I shades. I thought I'd throw that scenario out. You for didn't it. even. Get that was the a little shades. steep. The, I, I will say though, the guy who was trying to sell me it, he must have been working on commission because as I, he's like, he's like, uh, are you looking for anything? I'm like, I'm just looking. I, I like the Versace shades a lot, and I, I go, I don't know if I have enough to spend for that, and he goes. We'll just talk. If the price is a problem, you can talk to me. So maybe he's working on commission. Oh, he would have dropped it down. Well, How much do you think he would have dropped it down? Well, haggling. Well, I mean, no way it would have been like less you said, than you, 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 you said how much were they? Two thirty. Two thirty, which oh. is steep as hell, honestly. Oh, you could you could have gotten him to come down past two bills. You could have gotten. You him. think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Damn, I should have. I oh, should have yeah. tried. I didn't. I didn't give that the try. And I'm trying to figure out. You said that this was at an outlet. Yeah. And he's haggling. Sunglasses prices. hut. And he's haggling prices. Yeah, so maybe you think he's uh, throwing sh- shit on the I, table a I little wanna, bit or what? I want to. Corruption. I, I want to look at their their company policies. Oh, at Sunglass damn. Hut, because 
I ain't ever walked into a, an actual retail exactly. retail store and haggled. I mean, you, we you, may you, be you uncovering hit, something. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Maybe, maybe you know what? Go to your local Dick Sporting Goods and haggle for that. <laughs> haggle. That, go haggle for that Under Armour workout Walmart. shirt you've been wanting, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, quick plug before we get into actual content. I know this intro is long as hell, but uh, Big Brother. <laughs> I'm a huge Big Brother fan. I don't know if you are, but basically it's the reality show. Uh, survivor in a house, think of it that way. My family always gets together and watches the show. I'm a diehard. I have a Twitter campaign going, hashtag GetTrey on BB19. Literally tweet it every day. Probably annoying to my followers, but it is what it is. Literally have been tweeting it probably going on a year now since the last one has stopped. So I'm hoping they see this as beautiful persistence instead of annoying as hell. But anyway, they're having an open casting call in Des Moines, Iowa, so I, it, on Saturday, I feel like this is a sign. I, I'm going. Uh, so pretty you, pumped about you, that. You think, you think they, have, they have a casting couch? Casting couch? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Oh. I'm pretty pumped, though. It's gonna... Cause I, cause I heard you'll do damn near anything to get on that show. I've, I've heard you'll Ooh, do some I unspeakable, see what you're saying. You'll do some unspeakable I things to, to, to get casted. Don't tell me. Is it with a female at least? That's to be determined. To be determined. Shit. I might I might have to just watch it from, from the sidelines. <laughs> that has to be the case. Yeah, fair know. enough. Fair All enough. Right. Yeah, but pretty excited about that. What do you so what do you think? Do you think it'll be like three minutes go? Or do you think it'll be like more of a QA? I'm thinking it's the three minutes go. Yeah, it's an elevator pitch. I mean you you've gotta listen, you have a personal brand and that you've developed, you've cultivated over over for sure a, a period of time. Um and they're just gonna say, "Tell us about yourself and go. Why, yeah. you know, sell yourself. Sell me on. Sell me on the dawn of entertainment. Even exactly. Though, even though he hasn't no, seen Breaking Bad. During... Even though he hasn't seen Breaking Bad. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. So I still have the title for now, at least. Maybe interim tag. Though. Interim tag. Interim tag. <laughs> as long for the Big Brother casting call. No, but uh, during the ride back from Florida, I mean, I was sitting in the car for ten hours, so I plotted what I was gonna say. I think I'm gonna say. My life experience, how it will help me in the house, interaction, how I would interact with the people in the house, and my strategy. So that's kind of my three-prong approach that I'm going to go for. Um, we're going to have to practice it a little bit, but I'm, I'm excited for Saturday. It's going to be lit. So hopefully you see me on a CBS coming come the summer. I think Vegas has you right now like probably – I have to. I, I can't be like a hunter one. I, I've been. No, I've been. Plotting. No, they, they have to see something because I mean, I have this campaign going. They have Des Moines as the stop. Has something has to you, be there. I no? think you have great odds. Thank I think you have great odds. My you're, man, you're, you're you're the guy. You're the guy that walks in the room, and I feel like they're gonna they're gonna think that you're very unassuming. They're gonna think this dude's just chill, like whatever. I appreciate that, but. What they don't realize is you have been planning your entire oh, life yes. for this moment. Hell yeah. You will cut someone <laughs> if need be to get on that show. Yeah. So There might be bloodshed. So I think they're going to see that side of you come out, and, and I think Vegas right now has you at 20 to 1 odds, which, I'll take wouldn't, that. which wouldn't make you the favorite, but damn near wouldn't make you a long shot. I like that. Sure. So, I like that. A little gambling throw in yeah, there. My yeah. Man. Hot hand in a dice game. I love it. All right. Let's move into some content here. 26-minute uh, 26 26 intro. I don't hate it. I don't no, hate it. Don't hate it. Don't hate don't it. Don't hate it at all. We got we got Nicky Boy in the studio. We, we you're familiar with him now a little bit. Let's get into some music here. Drake dropped 
More Life, the playlist project slash album, whatever the hell you want to call it. 22 tracks, lots of dope features, tons of different vibes. We'll break it all down. Uh, More Life already broke the single day streaming record on Spotify, which was previously held by Ed Sheeran. Um, what were your initial thoughts of this? Just initial run through at once. What were your thoughts on the oh, album? Well, my, playlist, my, my first thoughts were how long did... Who introduced Drake to the Jamaican dance hall scene? Yeah, that's, for mean, sure. that's for sure. That's for sure. Another question down the line. I mean, we can say it now. What's your favorite Drake? Is it Canadian Drake, Jamaican Drake, or British Drake? Because he has some British people on. And- that, see, that's the thing is he's – this is this is Drake's uh, plan to build his empire. It's already been built. Let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he goes platinum, goes number one basically with everything he comes out with. Yeah. Um, he, he already has like cult following status. Um, this is, this is a, this is a guy that shamelessly is a chameleon. He has no sense of self as an artist, you know, like he, he gets in his feels and he likes to appeal to that whole thing, but his, his lexicon, you know, he could also turn it up. But I'm saying like, yeah. but I'm saying like, he can turn it up. He can do. He can do it all. He's very talented. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I respect him as an artist. Very talented. I enjoy his music. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. But there, there's, there's a corny vibe to him for sure. Okay. And that's and, a good and, take. And, I like and, it. And that's and that's okay. Like it's all right to be corny, you know. But it's like he also has this mass appeal thing to him where I feel like he kind of sells out. Okay. You know, like what so you the, think he's more of a pop artist than a rapper. He is. He is. Yeah. He is a hundred percent a pop artist. Which I don't want to throw that around as like a dirty word because yeah. it's not. Yeah. I, I'm just calling it how I see it. That this is a guy that comes out with great material, great mm-hmm. product. I love listening to his music, but at the same time, like I don't think he's really innovating the game. I don't think he's changing it right now. I okay. think. I think he just he has his his followers. And it's a very large accumulation of individuals. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, it's a very large population. But again, like his lexicon, his vocabulary, he takes he takes vocabulary from subcultures. Yeah, Blem. The fuck. What is that? <laughs> I actually had to look it up. It's a British word for a cigarette, but I think he's using it in the terms of being high. Okay. So people are okay. going to start using it. You know, so, I'm turnt. I'm high. So I'm blem. <laughs> so this is a this is so this is so, stupid. so so think about this. Think about this. And and this is going to come full circle here. This is a Canadian. <clears throat> this is a Canadian guy mm-hmm. who lives in the United States now. Mm-hmm. Okay, who steals vocabulary and appropriates culture from uh, British people yeah. and from Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a guy who, you know, went to Ohio State and claims Ohio State. But then goes and is in the warm-up line with Kentucky when, during their big blue madness. True, true. He's uh, on Calipari's uh, podcast right, and, okay. a while back. So, so what I'm getting at here is he's a sellout. Okay, he, right. he 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 does whatever he does. His plan is to appeal to as many people as possible, and that's how artists get big. Yeah. But in terms of like integrity of his music, uh, you know, he he. He's original in the sense that he's very good at what he does, and he can spit bars for days. And he has different styles. He's very good, very talented. But he takes from he takes from other areas okay. that he really has nothing to do with, and then appropriates it, makes it, it makes it his own. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. I want to touch on you said about the innovation part. I want to touch on that a little bit. So my question is, why do you think Drake 
decided to call this a, a playlist project instead of an album. Personally, I think that he's he's doing this because, and we'll get into it with my next bullet point, but I think what he's doing is he's throwing all his darts at the board. He's giving you the turn-up music. He's giving you the radio hits. He's giving you the Jamaican dance songs. He's giving you all this weird summer trippy vibes. You know, He's throwing everything at you, and there's not a cohesive part where it could be called an album. So he's calling it a playlist yeah. project yeah. so he can do that. Would you agree, or why do you just why do you think he called this a playlist? It's kind of weird to me. Well, I mean, it's 100% an album. but I agree. But again, it's... He's calling it a playlist because just like you said, it's a mishmash yeah. of I'm going to give you some Jamaican dance hall because, well, I've, I've all of a sudden became a, a Jamaican overnight. Yeah. And So is it just a cover his ass that there's not really any cohesion to it? Yeah. Is that basically I, I think that I think I think that definitely plays a big role in it. I okay. think – don't get me wrong. There's a lot of songs on there that I like. Yeah. But again, you know, I know you're a big Kendrick guy. Mm-hmm. Is that something that Kendrick would come out with, where it's just a bunch of mishmash, no, no, no real cohesion to no. it? There's so, always a story with Kendrick. So, so that's that's you know, again, that's kind of what I'm getting at is, I feel like he's trying to he's he's getting real poppy, um, yeah. poppy as in like pop artist, yeah, you know, um, but you know, he's trying to appeal to as many people as possible, and I I feel like in that sense, that's kind of what he's doing, and and that's why he called it a playlist. It's a great playlist. Oh yeah. Um, I I don't think it, it's good enough to where it should be number one. But he's Drake, so any anything he comes out with, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's right gonna up be a there. Hit, yeah. <laughs> okay. So a lot of people, including me, kind of predicted that the music industry would shift from albums to playlists with the success of More Life. Now, after listening to this, I think it's a great album. I'm gonna call it an album because it is an album. But he had the opportunity, I think, to make that shift. And I think he missed in the fact where uh, I'm glad he sold it. It's kind of a weird thing. I, I'm kind of weird when it comes to music. I like to own my music. I like to buy it. Sure. I like to download. I like to have it on my phone. You're I don't like school. the stream thing. Yeah. Um, I think if he were to premiere it, he premiered it on Beats One Radio on Apple. And I think if he were to only put it on Apple Music, then maybe it would have a bigger a bigger play kind of like Chance the Rapper did with Coloring Book. He only put, you know, he mm-hmm. only did the stream only thing, you know, Life of Pablo only on title, that thing. So if you call this a playlist, you put it out there like that, then there would be more innovation to it. But I waited an hour after it dropped and it was available for purchase, making sure. it an album. So when you say the innovation thing, I definitely see where you're going with that. I mean, they're, there really is no innovation other than the fact that it's 22 songs and there probably won't be a physical copy sure, because that's sure. too much for one CD. Sure. You know what I mean? You, you, you want to talk about changing the game and the way that artists go about their business and making a, a living. Mm-hmm. Um, look at Post Malone. Yeah. This is a guy who came out with singles mm-hmm. before he even came out with his first album. Yeah, even designer with Panda. I mean, yeah. These are guys that popped up overnight, and you're thinking that they're going to be a one-hit wonder, and and then then he comes out and, with Timmy and, Turner. Well, well, and, oh yeah. I mean, and 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 you know, you know, you kind of think yourself when you like that first thing that come that they come out with. Mm-hmm. That's what they're known for. Yeah. Just one song, like mm-hmm. White Iverson, right? Yeah. Oh my God, that song was on repeat. Uh-huh. Like that song was. I do fire. like. I do like the Post Malone album. I, it's oh grown yeah. On me a shit ton. I, yes. I like it a lot actually. Well, but like that's and that's what I'm getting at is you come out with these singles now, right? Nobody would have ever thought about doing that, mm-hmm. right? 
And now, you know, now you're seeing multiple artists do it where before they even come out with a cohesive album, they're giving you snippets and then they're putting yeah. it into their album. And then wouldn't you know, it makes sense. It's a cohesive album. Well, you know, that, that and I mean, they're going to make the money off of that. Sure. Game, obviously. So sure. there's a little. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of strategy to it. I think, yeah. As well. It's just a different way to go about it. Yeah. Kind of changing sure. the game in I that, totally in that sense, in a business sense. Totally see what you're saying. All right, so the infamous Drake question that serves as his dark cloud that follows him all the time, is this Drake's classic album? I say that with quotations because that is what everybody's questions question is when it comes to Drake. Uh, do you think that this is his best body of work? Do you think this is how he'll be remembered? Um, where does this rank among Drake's discography? What, what do you think about, of that, about that thing? Ah. Uh. I mean, it's tough because it's so new, I guess. Well, but. it's so new, and, and not only that, but like I said, he's a chameleon. So when you're comparing this to his other bodies of work, he's evolving as an artist. But I, when I say evolving, you know, again, he's just he's what now? Now it's a dance hall, poppy yeah. island vibe to it. You know, it's 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 not like it's it's nothing like uh, nothing was the same. Yeah, it's it's nothing like so far gone. Even though you can't really say that that wasn't. I mean, sure. I, an album, I yeah. guess. That's, you know, mixtape. Mm, yeah. Um, you know what else? Um, I mean, take care. Take care. Another great one. Um, that, that won the Grammy. So yeah, I, I mean, it, it's or or if you're reading this is too late. I I, I like that one a lot. I thought that one was is so underrated. Hell yes. And that's where he really like his his style really was starting to evolve. I yeah. thought he really did some cool things sure. on that album. So my take with the if you're reading this is too late, is he's trying to get his street cred back a little bit yes. from nothing was the same. No doubt. Because people are calling him emotional and shit like that. And poppy. Yeah. Which- yeah. Personally, when I think of Drake's best album, I, I would say it's nothing was the same. Just because I think that's where he found his sound. Yeah, take care. Had the hits. It had the. It has the Grammy. But I think t- uh, nothing was the same as where he truly honed no doubt. his sound. And I mean, I think it evolved obviously from there. But I think that's where it starts. Well, yeah, so that's and, my take. Well, yeah, and, and well, and I, I think he kind of has that that whole. I think he has that whole thing where people love his music, but people don't want to give him that street cred as a rapper. Oh yeah, you know, like I totally th- like he spits bars. I mean, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Lyrically sound fact. Um, you know he can do it all. Fact, but again, just that whole emotional side and the and the poppy and singy vibe. Um, you know, nothing was the same. Was definitely a declaration that hey, look, I'm here to stay in the rap game. I'm going yeah. nowhere. But it did have a few of those kind of it did deep songs. It did, which I don't hate. I don't. No, hate. no, no need to. Yeah. Um. So would you at least say what do you think about do you do you like views better than more life? What, where would you put it with that? You know, I haven't listened to every single track yet on More Life. Okay. Um, you know, my take on views. I mean, it's long as hell, so that's understandable. Yeah, right. It's it's gonna take me. Uh, it's gonna take me a while. <laughs> but it. But you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I I I really liked views, but again, you know, they're kind of similar in the sense that it's 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 back to Drake. You know, it's it's him, like you're saying, being himself. Yeah. But. You're saying on views, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, and and I think they're similar in in the sense where it's kind of you know this is where he's really getting into that poppy vibe. Yeah, he's really like NSYNC meets Tupac meets <laughs> meets <Interesting>. mystical. Okay, <laughs> like uh, you know, and so I I I like them both, but 
I got to be honest with you. I really didn't feel views that, okay. that much. I was not a huge views guy. So when I first heard views, I thought it was underwhelming. Uh, comparing the two, I would probably put more life ahead of views just because it has more to offer. Uh, I think views is darker. Uh, it was supposed to be a summer album, but I think he missed there. I think with more life, it's a definitely a summer yeah. album. Oh, yeah. It has summer vibes. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just and it has something for everybody. I think the versatility and the variety there. I think maybe that puts it a little bit ahead of views. I mean, obviously, there's we still have a lot of time before we actually make that conclusion mm-hmm. because it's only been out for you know five ish days, maybe a little more than that. But you know. I, I really enjoyed More Life. Uh, I would put it above views, but it you can make a lot of comparisons in either ors. Um, all right, so Yo from DJ Booth says Drake isn't going to ever drop a classic, and he doesn't care. He thinks Drake cares more about creating classic moments such as time capsule music, including dropping, if you're reading this, it's too late. Surprisingly, that one time, I remember I was at the bar and, Drake just dropped the damn mixtape album, whatever you want to call it. Thought that was insane. Uh, the summer of Know Yourself, the summer of One Dance, owning the charts, premiering wo- more life on Beats One. Th- those are kind of moments that oh, you'll yeah. always remember. So, do you agree with Yo from DJ Booth, or what, what do you think there? Oh, I think there's definitely something to be said about that. Yeah, you know, and I think it, it really it's again this plays into his mass appeal plan of taking over. You know, as the 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 hottest artist in the world, oh, you yeah. know? And so he's not trying to appeal just to the hip-hop game. He's he's trying to appeal with iconic moments. He's trying to be an icon. Yeah. He's trying to have you be like, you remember that one time when Drake did this and yeah. when Drake did that? I agree. You know, I'll never forget it. And I mean, and, and so I, I would say he's been successful in that sense. I, I think uh, this, is, this is a guy that, you know, he can do it all. But again, it's like, in terms of him dropping like a classic album that's going to be iconic and will stand the test of time, um, you don't foresee it happening. I, I you know, I, it's I don't know. I I, yeah. I honestly can't say that. You know, I mean, a lot of people would disagree with me because again, he has such a strong. And when I say strong following, when when you talk about Drake fans, you're talking about people that will will back him to the death. They'll cut oh, yeah. they'll cut you. Over, <laughs> okay, but I mean, he has fans all over the damn world. Right, yeah. right. I mean, you're outnumbered very yeah. quick. So For you sure. know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of the the I'm zigging right now when most people are zagging. For sure. But For sure. but you know it's just again he he wants to be a symbol he wants to be an icon and uh, that's why again he st- he he takes a lot of uh, lexicon and vocabulary from from other cultures and subcultures and and appropriates it into his his material so, so everybody it, can like him yes so yeah, exactly every, so everybody can relate everybody can you know everybody can learn new words and yeah. be and, and have that dope street cred yep. you know and and be able to 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 match up their vocab with with Drizzy you know it's just like that's that's what he's going for he's yeah. trying he's trying to be a he's trying to be a brand in himself oh, yeah. that transcends. Everything definitely. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind around, honestly. It's, but yeah, yeah. I, and I can't say that he's not doing a great job at it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he really is. He's killing it. All right. So, what do you think uh, is going to be the radio hit besides "Fake Love"? One song pops out to me, and I'll throw it out there if you want. I think "Passion Fruit" yep. will be yep. the. And I am so actually, I was pers- I was driving through Tennessee and listening to. Beats One Radio, as this was premiering, I was ready for it. I was excited. And immediately I said to my sister, who was playing it off her phone, 
I said, this is this sounds like a radio song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't say I don't like it because, it, I mean, it's a fun, summery vibe song. Um, definitely poppy. Definitely oh, poppy. Yeah. But I oh, think yeah. I honestly think uh, it's already at the charts, the hip-hop charts. I think it might be one right now on iTunes. Uh, so, Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, exactly. I think that might be the radio hit. But um, any other ones that pop out to you? Right off the top. You know, I, I, I got to agree with you there in the sense of the radio hit, Passion Fruit, without a doubt, yeah. just has that yeah. catchy that catchy vibe, mm-hmm. and, and everything is just very uh, orderly with, with the repetition. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'd have to say a couple songs that stick out to me as, like, favorites, though. I would have to go with Portland. I yes, think, love I think, that one. I think Portland's got the that. The flute. Oh yeah, it's got that swaggy so vibe yeah. where you're just kind of like it's just like the flute out of left field. Like, uh-huh. You're thinking like, what the hell is this? And you're like, oh shit, here I we want, go. I want to know if uh, the one with Kanye, Glow. I, I want to like know it. if that will get some radio play. I, I like lo- it. Love that song. Puts a smile on my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that will be get some radio play. Do you think that would or no? I think it will. Okay. I think it will. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I just think Drake fans and especially and especially when you're dealing with the radio. Mm-hmm. The radio likes to latch on to one song and just play it out. Oh, yeah. So I could see it getting some play if you're listening to, like, XM. But if you're on, like, you know, if you're on, like, Kiss or, um, you know, anything like that. That's you don't foresee it on probably not. Like probably that. not. They'll they'll play out passion fruit till you're begging them, yeah. begging them to stop. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's fake love and passion fruit. Those are probably the radios. Yeah, oh for sure, fake okay. love. Still, for sure. still love that jam. No yeah, doubt. for sure. All right, um, any bones? I mean, we've kind of talked a little bit about this, but any more bones to pick with this album, playlist, project, whatever? Uh, you know, anything you would have liked to have seen on this project? Uh, there's a couple things that I want. I would say right. You away. know, again, I I would have liked to see more of a of a hip hop rap like straight rap sure. vibe to it. Um, but again, that's just my style. That's oh, music same. I like. I mean, again, I'm a future guy for crying out loud. Yeah. Okay. I've been on Travis Scott, Migos. Okay. Like, um, it, it's just that's just what I'm on. Sure. And so I, I'm just speaking from from my heart, from myself. Yeah. But but you know, it's just I would have liked to see a little more of that. Uh, and and not only that, but I just think he he really he didn't really show his range on this album. Okay, you know okay. I I I think his his just giving us more music, but the same. Yes, a lot of a lot of rep, kind of repetitive sounds. Not okay. when I say repetitive, that sounds so bad. I mean it's 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 a really good album, mm-hmm. you know, or playlist project. Yeah, you know, end quote. Uh, but. <laughs> I just would have liked to see a little more range. For little, sure. You know, I would have liked to see him go back in, in, into that to that street vibe a little yeah. bit and kind of switch up his his cadence a little bit. Because okay. he he gets he gets if he's not if he's not like singing on a on like a, a hook or if he's not you know uh, getting that melodic uh, you know kind of singing voice going, mm-hmm. he tends to talk a lot when he's rapping. Okay. Like, it's a talky. I can see It's that. a talky tone. For sure. You know, like, get, sure. like, give me some, give me some. Some bars. Give me some, some bars. Give me some flow. And then, yeah. like, give me some, give me some switch up. Flip it up a little bit. All right. You know? All right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So, three things that I definitely would have liked to have seen. Uh, a weekend feature. Would have loved that. Give me more. Get, put Lil Wayne on the damn album. He has a little skit thing. 
at on the end of Blem. Mm-hmm. But and when I heard that, I was like, oh shit, are we gonna get a little Wade? But yeah, yeah. Of course, no, we don't. Instead, we get Young Thug. Get the hell out of here. The youngins love him though. I know. I just don't. Him, but anyway, I'll get into that Uzi. in a minute. I'll get into that in a minute. But I also wanted to see a J Lo feature Oof. because you know they're a little fling. Oof. But she was on the album. He sampled one of her songs on Teenage Fever. Yeah, but hold up. Isn't J Lo dating Alex A Rod right now? Yeah, she is. You know, you know, A Rod's gonna nip that in the bud. A Rod's like, you ain't get. A Rod's, A Rod's like, look, if you so much as dip your your big toenail in that studio with with that man, Ooh, some I might I might I, have to send the squad. Out. I wouldn't hate uh, some A Rod Drake beef. That'd be yeah, alright. Yeah, A Rod, A Rod probably like spike his his sports drink with like uh, anabolic steroids and like have him grow <laughs> yeah. tumors or some yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure, I can see it. So we have a, we have a little segment going on here. It's E L E or let them beef. I would definitely let them beef on that one. So. uh We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, so more Lil Wayne, a weekend feature, J Lo feature. I would have loved to have seen that. You could have easily slid in Lil Wayne for Young Thug, easily. Yeah. Two Chains and Lil Wayne. I mean, they had a damn but, collaborative album. But that goes Put them on the same song. But that goes right back into what I was talking about earlier, though. He's trying to appeal to everybody. So what's he yeah. trying to do? What's the he trying to the the youngins? I just. The young, I spry the young thug. I children. will, I will give him props on "Sacrifices." That song, he had a decent, a decent verse. I'll give him that. I'm just, I don't understand why people like him. I can't even fucking understand him in "Ice Melts." No, like, no, I just don't get it. No, I would, you, we I need would, a translator on sight. Exactly. I would gladly take any day of the week. I would take Quavo over. Young Thug. Oh my God! Yes. Any day. Talk. And I'm not even a, so I'm not even a huge Migos fan, but he's I would the most take, talented of that oh, yeah, of that trio yeah. for sure. He, he's he's the guy. He carries the squad. But I would take Quavo over Young Thug any day of the week. So yeah, that's yeah. just my take. Yeah. I do, however, love Portland. I thought that was a dope song. Swaggy. Really like love Travis it. Scott coming in on there. Yep. That got me hyped. Yep. That was that was yep. pretty dope. Um, so how do we feel about British rappers? I don't know if you heard gigs. His couple verses on the project, and Skepta, he had a uh, like an interlude where it was just him on the song. How do we feel about these British rappers? I can personally say, I'll pass on them. <laughs> I yeah, just can't I, take them seriously. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Something about I mean, their their accent. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe that makes me racist. I'll take that L. I just I don't like it. So racist. Oh Sorry. God. Yeah. Yeah. The the Brits. I'll tell you what. That, <laughs> cult, that culture uh, endures a lot of racism. A lot of a lot Are of. Are you blem right now, bro? I'm so blem. <laughs> I'm so blem. But uh, you know, I, I don't mind them. I can't say I prefer them. But it's like you gonna you're gonna give me. If you're gonna give me British artists, give me Chitty Bang on a feature. Like they're get, British. Like get, I didn't even know that. Pretty honestly. sure they are. Go. I mean, Google it, bro. Google you got Wikipedia, w- that wiki shit. that shit right now. <laughs> You've got the world in your in your palm right we now. We do, we do. Now, give me Chitty Bang. If you're gonna Chitty go bang. British feature, I'm just gonna. If they're not British, I'm just gonna call them British because they sound British as hell. Okay, I don't even care. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I I would take Skepta over Gigs, but yeah, not not a British rapper fan. No, so that's no, uh, don't prefer it. Yeah. All right. How do we feel about LeBron possibly hearing "Lose You"? Or the possibly the entire album early. He tweeted word for word the lyrics to "Lose You" back in January. So how do we feel about this? I mean, 
Get show if you're gonna do this shit. Get, show some love to us media people here. Show, respect the biz a little bit. Am I right? Shout out to pardon my take. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, sorry. Sorry. No, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. Kind of, I, I get a little salty. I know, I know LeBron is the mecca, but hey, look, release it to the masses and don't let anybody know about it. It's a typical. Hey, I'm friends with Bron. Bron. And, and, a little and, humble and, brag. Yeah. Hey. Hey. By the way, yeah, it's, it's LeBron saying, "Hey, by the way, Drake's let me listen to these fire tunes." Yeah. You guys can't listen, but you think he got dope. just the one song or the whole thing? He got the whole thing. He's Probably. LeBron James. Probably. I mean, you know, it's like good for him. That's great. Sick humble brag. <laughs> Sick oh, I'm, I'm so ex- I'm so excited for you guys to hear this album. Now, you guys aren't gonna be able to hear it for you know a few days yeah. or a week or you know whatever it is, but. I heard it. It's fire. Take yeah. it from me. Here's a couple bars. I mean, you know, piss off, LeBron. Piss Go off. fuck yourself. You know, I mean, the, the, I mean, that's just that's ridiculous. Okay, I, I agree. I I don't I don't care for uh, LeBron having the music early. It kind of pisses me off too. Uh, I I will, however, say that "Lose You" is probably my favorite song. I would say that or "Do Not Disturb." Yeah, good are, jam. Yeah, good jam. My favorites, but then I'd have to put "Glow" up there too. Great one. You can even put Portland and. Um, Sacrifices I, up there. I, I like I like shit. Can't. Free smoke too. I like. There, there's a some, lot of them that I like. There's a lot of. That's the thing. But it's, it's like, more rapidy rap that I like. Yeah, but there's a lot of good songs on this this album uh, playlist project. Yeah, it's a, it's an album. Um, but but there, I mean, there's a lot of good songs. Don't don't even get me wrong. Like can't have everything. I like yeah, that song that, too. I mean, it's. I think there's a lot of really good songs, but there's 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 no songs for the most part where I'm just like on repeat. Like yo, okay. I, I can't. I can't get over this jam i you know and, like i i get attached to like songs mm-hmm. i get attached to where i'll play them out in like a day we know listen uh, at the at the election office hey, repeat that so shit. i'll tell you right now a ap had me had oh, me yes. in my every day we me, would listen to venice had me lit as hell i don't hate it you shouldn't it's right. i mean in my opinion uh, venice is up there as one of the greatest albums ever made and you can That's you can bold. That's you a can hot take but I like it. I don't you know it. what though? It, it, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's a hot take, Tony. Right now, that's it's it's. If you guys haven't heard Venice by Anderson Pack, um, you're really doing go yourself cop. a dis- go disservice. Go go cop it. Go listen to it and get back to us because that's a, that's a dude that is just as talented as as they come and just very. Let's put it this way: very eclectic, real groovy. And we have uh, a, we have a little tidbit for AP coming up here in a minute, okay. too, so we can. Touch on him a yeah, little bit more yeah. coming up. Uh, okay, here's a here's a little something. So a lot of people are saying that he kind of had some subtle jabs at Meek Mill. I personally don't really see it, but apparently on Free Smoke, Drake said, "How you let the kid fight in ghostwriting rumors turn you into a ghost?" Apparently, that's people are saying that's aimed at Meek Mill. Apparently, there are a few more that you can make Meek Mill. Jabs. So here is our ELE or let them beef moment of the podcast. Uh, are you tired of this fucking beef, or are we gonna are we gonna let them play it out? I mean, I'm tired of it. Me too. A- at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a line. It's a it's a line in a in a in a rap song. I mean, you know, no, no, it- nothing. To, n- not a not a Tupac Biggie moment that's no, going to happen. I mean, like he's not. He. I mean, they've already dedicated a jam to each other, which again, by by them like get, getting on a track and dissing each other, they're they're validating each other's status in the rap game. You're right. Like they're saying, look, I'm going to take my time 
that's precious to me. I'm going to take, you know, my energy and I'm going to devote it to, to coming out with a jam that's trying to destroy you. Yeah. They're validating each other's status in the rap game. So that, that's number one if you want to get all, like, you know, like deep about it. Sure. But, but, you know, it's like I'm over it. Okay. It's it's a dope line. I like it. Yeah, you know it's. It, I mean, I do like that song. I think it's, it's pretty lit. I think that that this is directed at him. But again, it's like I'm over it. So yeah. it was dope line and, and let it be. Let it let it be. Let it be. I think Meek Mill Meek Mill needs to come out with a masterpiece for me to even say he's back in the game, man. I I don't know. I, I used to really like Meek Mill, but he's been dead to me for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing where I said um, I, I recent. I mean, a while ago, I compared him to Tyga. When Tyga came out with Careless World, when he came out with uh, Black Thoughts 2, that mixtape, I that was Tyga's prime. I think I was in high school. I loved his music, loved it. Um, but then he came out with, like, Hotel California, where it was just straight bangers. And I just was turned off. What, you got to have a little, like, a slow jam. You got to have an introspective song. Unless you're For future, me, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's true. That's true. And that's your, <laughs> that's your thing. That's your thing. But for me to stick with you, I I just need a little versatility. I don't know. So I compare Meek Mill to Tyga in that sense where he's not back until he drops yeah, yeah. You're a, a high, project you're, like you're, that. You're a high-maintenance rap I fan. am. You're a high-maintenance I think about fan. it in the grand scheme of things, and yeah. I, we've talked about this before. Yeah, you're hard to please. I, I am. <laughs> what can I say? I want to pimp a butterfly every time I listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of asking for a lot, but it's, it is what it is. All right. Um, getting into kind of the last little tidbit of more life. On the last line of Do Not Disturb, the last song on the playlist album, whatever, Drake said, I'll be back in 2018 to give you the summary. Do you think that Drake is going to pull a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar and actually take a damn break and then come back with more topics to rap about? I mean, J. Cole took, uh, I think, two years off and then dropped uh, For Your Eyes Only. Kendrick Lamar, I think, in between to Pember Butterfly and uh, Good Kid Mad City, I want to say two years. So, I mean, do you think, do you believe Drake when he says that? Or is he going to pop up on some features? Is he going to drop... You know, a, a song here or two. What, what do you think? I mean, I believe him just because. I wouldn't hate what, that. I honestly would. No, He's no. given us so much. Well, and, and that's the thing is sometimes less is more. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I know it's the old cliche, but, you know, like right now to me personally, like not that I'm getting sick of Drake, but I could live without him right now. Okay. Just because, you know, everything that he was coming out with back in like 2009 through 2012 yeah. was like, in my opinion, the best Drake. Yeah. And, you know, that like, was prime when, Drake. When, when he was first coming up, and yeah. you're like, damn, this kid, like, this kid is talented as fuck. He was Jimmy, and now he's fucking Drake, yeah. the best rapper yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he was wheeling, no, no pun intended. Like, he, <laughs> he was, I mean, he, this, this dude was coming out with, with fire, but, you know, I, I, like, like you said, I wouldn't hate it either if he took a break. Just, and yeah. I'm not saying I'm like sick of him, but I'm kind of like, hey, like, let's, let's take a break. Okay. Let's take a break, Drake. Let's let's let's, I, let's I part agree. ways, you know. Um, and uh, you know, if you love it, set it free. And if it comes back to you, then it was meant to be. You and know. I, and I will say this: you might hate this a little bit, but I think if you keep putting out album after album, like song after song, I think you dilute the quality. No I, I have to say, and you may hate this: if if Future puts out another project, may dilute the Hendrix for me a little bit. Sure, I sure you know I I think. Less is more, definitely, in, oh, that, yeah. in that regard. I think you're right there. Um, all right. Let's get into the AP thing a little bit. So is Anderson Pack working on a new album? He had an Instagram post the other day that said, 
working on the album in Oahu for a week. I think that's Hawaii. Couldn't tell you. Um, wow. And then after the Grammys, he also put out on his uh, Instagram story, see you next year, which to me implies that he's working on something and he's going to be back at the Grammys, obviously, mm. for next year. So do you think he could be working on a new album? What do you think? I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, it, I it, would be pumped. It, it will, oh, yeah. This yeah, this this is the guy that I, I I feel like he's still off a lot of people's radars. Yeah, I I it it, it almost it's not almost but it it disgusts me the the, the how little of credit he well, gets. Let me let me say this here. So last year was Chance's year. It, it it just was. I think if Chance doesn't have if he didn't drop Coloring Book, I think Anderson Pack would have won Best New Artist. Guy. I think he would have won Best New Artist at the Grammys. I think he would have. Maybe made big a bigger splash on from um, Malibu, yeah, which I absolutely love. It was my number two album of the year when we did the the best of podcast. But um, it was just Chance's year, you know. You, it, it 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 is what it is. Yeah. He killed it. Uh, but I do think that is. You know, I could definitely well, see how he's overlooked. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, AP was getting some love from XXL. Uh, Rolling Stone and the vibe. whole Dr. Dre. Yeah, his, when his album came out, he yes. done six songs. Yeah, I mean, he he really was getting some love, but again, I mean, Chance the Rapper just had a meteoric rise. I mean, this oh, yeah. was just an unbelievable year for him, and um, you know, I just think his whole story, and I I think um, just know, what he portrays, I just love sure, it. Sure, it's positivity yeah. for sure, and in in a lot of ways, uh, Anderson Pack portrays that as well. Oh, yeah. But but a lot of Anderson Packs positivity and, and his psyche that he spills out to you is a lot of drug fueled uh substance fueled sure. yeah. passion and, no, and, and outside sure. the box Very, thinking what you you told me this back when we were working together uh abstract that was the yeah you said, and i yeah. like that a lot I, I definitely agree when when i think that even the album artwork sure you know right even the, the music tones i think of abstract and but it's yeah. art it is. He's I like, like he's he's like the Picasso of the the rap game, yeah, the Salvador right. Dali, where you know he's making you see things, making you hear things that you didn't know really could 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 jive in the mm-hmm. rap game. Um, sure. You know, and so he's doing a great job with that. I'm really excited to see what else he's coming out with. Hell yeah, I I want to get my hopes up. I'm not going to, so I don't have any expectations. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All right, let's move into some sports now. All right, buddy. March Madness. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I was on spring break. I didn't get to watch a ton of games, so you may have to lead this discussion a little bit. Sure. But um, I guess, do you want to start out by kind of giving some final four picks from the brackets that you made? I'm assuming you made a few brackets here and there. Maybe some upset picks that you had. Um, you want to go? Yeah. You want to start yeah. there? Or? Yeah. So I am I am a one-bracket guy. Okay. Um, I like that. You know, I, I, I stick true to my guns and my gut. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be the guy at work that, you know, it's like we're talking about the tournament and I'm like, damn, my bracket's busted. Yeah. But in my other bracket, yeah, exactly. you know, I've got like 99% of my picks right. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, don't be that guy. Just, just you know, word, word of caution to everybody. What, don't, what? don't be the other bracket guy. Okay. Well, what's your cutoff? Because, I mean, a lot of people make more than one. I sure. made more than one. What's your cut? Like, how many is too many? I think I think the cutoff is is three. Okay. I think you, you can only have – I think you should only have three brackets. Right, that's fair. And all three should be in, like, a, a bracket pool 
with something on the line. Okay. So, you know, the little gambling plug right there to everybody. Uh, you know, I don't hate it. Let the, put the chips, where, you know, let the chips rest where they may. Sure. Uh, put your money where your mouth is. If, if you're going to have a bracket, back that shit up. Right. Because anybody can go and make 50 brackets and not have and anything. Have yeah. And not have anything at stake and have fucking St. Mary's winning the whole bitch. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm, you know, like, oh, you know, like, I'm, I'm this college basketball wizard. But then it's like. You picked him in one of your 50 brackets, and then the other 49, you had, like, UNC, Duke, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the Kansas, you know, all the Blue Bloods. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on. I feel you. I you know? You. So, but but just to, you know, fill you in on, on what I've got going on. Yeah, let's hear it. So, right now, three of my four final four picks are live. Um, unfortunately, I had Villanova in. Um, they're obviously, they were done in the yep. first weekend, uh, Wisconsin, Scotty for the boys, uh, took him out a uh, hell of a move by Nigel Hayes, by the way, on the baseline, yeah. uh, gave the little MJ head fake. I, I'm not sure if the tongue was out. We'll go back to the replay and check it out, but yeah. awesome head fake, awesome move on the baseline and, and did him in. But, um, but yeah, so I had Villanova West, West Virginia or press Virginia as they're known around these parts, mm-hmm. uh, Oregon and UCLA, um, you know, even though the kid's dad is insufferable, uh, Lonzo Ball's the real deal. He he is the real deal. He can shoot it, even though it looks uh, terrible. It looks like the most broke. It reminds me of Jim Furyk for you golf yeah. fans out there. It reminds me, it, it reminds me of his swing. Okay. Um, but you know both are just straight ballers uh, at their respective sports. But um, I think UCLA was underseeded. I think Oregon, even with even with their their center out um, Boucher. <sighs> Man, what a what a what a talented athletic OG. squad! And you know, shout out to Dana Altman, the former Creighton coach, MVC. Uh, you know that Missouri Valley Conference. To all all you that don't know about the MVC, that's that's the breadbasket of the coaching. That's about to change the coaching world, on, right? What's up? You're about to put them on. They're going to get to know when because the, you're going to be on here. Now. See that? See that's the thing is you guys. I'm a big mid major guy, so you guys are going to you guys are going to appear into the mind of a of a mid major basketball junkies. We need you that know, though. I like uh, that. Yeah, point of view. So, Hell yeah. Um, so yeah. So my bracket's doing all right. Um, you know, I, I have I have UCLA winning it, and I, unfortunately, I had Nova going to the title game, which okay. really f- fucked me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. You know, I mean, things happen. Do I think they were overrated? No, I, I don't. I just think, you know, for example, the ACC got like what nine teams in. I think, and yeah, I think they like only, ha- I think they only have one team in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. So, you know, was the AC- is the ACC overrated, or is it a sudden death tournament where shit happens? You know, it's madness, baby. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, you just you never know, and. um you know the 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 experts the experts and the analysts this time of year are made to look like like fools for a reason. You know yeah. these are kids on the oh, the exactly. biggest stage for sure. So for shit sure. happens. Yeah. So one w- thing I will say, and like I said, I didn't really get to watch a lot because we were doing something in Florida literally every day, and I didn't get home in time to watch the games. And then when I did, I was falling asleep because I was tired of shit. Uh, call me a pussy. It is what it is. But uh, I th- I feel like some of the Cinderella, some of the upsets. I didn't want to. I don't want to say they were predictable, but I mean, a lot of people picked them, or at least they were talking about it on, you know, the ESPNs of the world. You know, uh, I think I picked Rhode Island. I think I picked Xavier. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Is that do you do you see that as true or? 
I think Rhode Island's a great team. Yeah. I think Xavier's a great team as well. They really stumbled down the stretch, though, but they're in a tough conference. I mean, the, another the Big East ups- is good. Another, yeah, another upset that I picked that I was really hoping that was going to happen. I've, I already know who it's going to be. Florida Gulf Coast over yep. Florida State? Was that yep. what you thought? Yep. Okay. So I, I took Florida State first round over Florida Gulf Coast because they're just so fucking – they're so athletic. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But the one thing – and I'm so pissed off with, with the committee – uh, they're really trying to phase out the mid majors. And, and I guess really Illinois is, State. Well, Illinois State should have gotten in. They had they had the lowest RPI of any team this year to not get into the be let into yeah. the tournament. Um, and not only that, but it's like you know people want to talk about it like, well, oh, you know they they played Wichita State three times, got beat two out of three times. Two of them were blowouts. Wichita State is a top ten team in the country. Yeah. Okay. And that they leaves, got dog on their seed. That leads me to my my next yeah, point sorry. is. Is how are you gonna match them in Kentucky up in the in in the second game yeah. of the first weekend? And they almost fucking beat them. Well, I, they're just as good as yeah. them. Yeah, that, that is I actually a, picked them. That so did I. Yeah. That is a top ten team in the country, folks. And if and if you don't think that, that's not just me talking. There are a lot of talking heads, a lot of pundits out there that'll say the same thing. You know, being a Missouri Valley fan, you can call me biased. You know, uh, whatever you want. Because um, I'm a big Drake basketball fan, but. Mm. That program, they have the best coach in the country. Greg Marshall is the bona fide best coach in college basketball right now. Jim Beheim, Jim Jim Beheim, no, no. Coach K, what what he what he has like nine McDonald's All Americans, no. <laughs> Calipari takes him to the takes him to the final possession, uh, both times that he's played the guy uh, at Kentucky. And how many All Americans do they have on the floor? No, I mean think about what he's doing, guys. With, with the talent and recruiting base that he has, yeah, uh, in the national brand that Wichita State had. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's it's a respected program nationally for a long time. But you would never consider Wichita State a blue blood. Yeah. Right now, you can say what you want. Wichita State is as is basically a quasi blue blood. They're the team that is not a Power Five team that every single year. Since Greg Marshall's been there, essentially everyone's like circle, circle yeah. those motherfuckers on on the bracket because they can go as far as anyone. You're so, putting on for your conference. I like always that. will, but it's the truth though. Like, oh, no, look what the guy's right. done. You're all right. Oh my goodness, for sure. For sure. All right, uh, you want to break down the Sweet Sixteen a little bit? Give a little preview. Uh, what What do you think of some of these matchups? Yeah, uh, yeah. Any intriguing games that really stand out to you? Yeah. So uh, you know, look, looking at the list right now. Uh, I really, I'm, I'm interested to see. I think S- South Carolina in the seven-three matchup with Baylor. I think South Carolina kind of shot their load a little bit okay. um, in that last game with Duke. I mean, they put up 65 points in the second half, and and then Coach K had the balls to say, "Well, I mean, you know, you made us play better." You, well, 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 no, like. no, he had the balls to say. He had the balls to say. I think that was in their first. But that round was game. in the first one. Yeah, mind. hey, yeah. You, yeah. Well, hey, you guys really made us play well tonight. We beat you by 30, yeah. but it was your effort that made us rise to the occasion. The Piss one, yeah. off, Coach K. Jesus. <laughs> um, but, but no, he, he said, boy, South Carolina, what a great defensive team. I don't think he realized they scored 65 points. 65 points. There are most teams in the country don't score 65 points in a, in, in, a, in, a, or in an entire game. Yeah. They, they did it in a half. Yeah. So I think they kind of shot their load. Congrats to them. Biggest win in the history of their program. Uh, what a performance. Sendarius Stormwell, by the way. That's a dude right there. He's that's OG a, killer. That's a, that's a dude. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a that's a man amongst amongst children. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um but uh I think uh 
another matchup to to look at is Purdue Kansas. Yep, that's what can, I was going to say. Can, can Kansas handle Purdue's Dunk. Purdue's post game? The the towers of terror. Yeah, I mean Caleb Swanigan's a walking double double. Sure. Um, and and In my sleeper bracket, I actually had Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. No, I listen. They they were you know early on in the season they were my team that I thought could win it all and and, and I really got turned off by them in the Big Ten but they could, you know the Big Ten I don't think got the credit it deserved this year yeah. I think they kind of got put beat on up. in the tourney yeah I yeah. well I just think I think the Big Ten just kind of everybody kind of beat each other up and mm-hmm. um, I mean when you're looking at for example and and, and you know I I'm not a an Iowa Hawkeyes basketball guy at all yeah. as a matter of fact I fucking hate them <laughs> but. Uh, but, they were close to but, maybe but, making a push. But it's like you look you look at that conference. You have you have Iowa who I think finished they I think they finished seventh or eighth in the conference. They might have finished yeah, they might have finished I don't, I don't know. They might have finished right. seventh, I think they did. Do you realize they start four freshmen? And that yeah. team that team beat Purdue. That team beat Maryland with yeah, four they're freshmen. They're gonna be really good next year. They're yeah. gonna be very good if Fran doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. Um, which he's been known to fuck it up. Okay. So um but but I, I think uh I think I think Kansas is going to have their hands full with Purdue. Uh, I think West Virginia, Gonzaga, um, I think that might be the best matchup. Like, okay. I think that might be the best pure matchup. Sure. Um, just because you've got a team that will press you to death in West Virginia. Um, and, and then you've got a team in Gonzaga that's just very balanced, very cool, calm, oh, yeah. and collected. Um, think it might be their year? I, you know, it could be. Yeah. Nigel Williams Goss is great. Uh, Primick Karnowski is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're, we're talking about a uh, we're talking about a team with a coach that he is the all time winningest coach in Division One men's history. That's never made it to a Final Four. Yeah. We're not talking about a guy that hasn't won it. A guy who's never made it to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Greg Marshall made it to the Final Four, and it was just kind of like, "Sup, we're here. How you doing? Like, <laughs> How you doing? But but you know, and, and so." That's the thing is, like, you know, Gonzaga gets all this love. And don't get me wrong, they schedule tough in the non-con. Mm-hmm. They'll go out and play anybody. They're not afraid. But it's like, for them to get the love that they get, they've had two number one seeds in the last five years. Are you fucking kidding me? And then what was Wichita? This they year? were a 10, 10 seed. Right? Yeah. Wichita should have been a, at the at the worst of four. At the worst of yeah. four. Okay? I remember Drake in 08. Okay? Drake went 28-5. and five. And got a five seed, and we we're pissed they should have got a four. Yeah. And we hadn't made an NCAA tournament since like 1972. We we're pissed that we didn't get a four. Wichita get got a ten. Yeah, that's pretty trash. Get the fuck out. But again, <laughs> but again, though, that's that's just typical of the NCAA trying to to pit these matchups together. Yeah, you know, so they can have the storyline. Oh, the rematch from 2014, mm-hmm. Kentucky Wichita. You know, I mean. Bull, it's bullshit. Yeah, for and then sure. and then like you know for example West or uh, Northern Kentucky playing Kentucky in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Sweet guys. Cool. Like wow, wow. I think Charles Barkley said. Uh, I think Charles Barkley said Kentucky starts five McDonald's All Americans and Northern Kentucky has five guys that eat McDonald's. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And, like and there's it. truth to it. But it's yeah. like again they're just trying to pit that matchup. Like but what if, what if that in-state team beats them? Kind of like how. Kansas got taken out back and and got the shit kicked out of them by Wichita, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, on that run a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just unbelievable. The committee oh, just for sure. just sickens me. I know, I feel you. Uh, another one that I really like is the Oregon Michigan. I think Michigan's like the hottest team in the country. Team of destiny. Yeah, and I could I could see them making a making a run for the Final Four and the maybe even the big one. But yeah. uh, 
that's that's something to look at. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think Bayline has them has them playing extremely well. They're that team of destiny. I think you know, well, the whole the whole plane situation. I mean, when you're oh, yeah. when your plane gets blown off the runway in the air when yeah. you're trying to take it that's off, a crazy ass, story. and it crashes basically to the ground, and you're wondering if the thing's gonna blow the fuck up, mm-hmm. and they're looking for a black box. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's scary stuff. That can bring the team together, though. Yeah. So I think I think the stars may be aligned for for Michigan this year. Okay. Okay. Um, you want to give maybe a championship prediction or? Yeah, so okay. so uh, you know, I, I had uh, I had Villanova and UCLA in the title game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, only half of that can can be realistic now at this point. Um, who do I who do I think comes out of that Villanova side? God, I mean, you got to you got to look at honestly, you got to look at Florida. Okay, okay. Th- this is this is a team. Is Michigan on that side? So. I don't have the bracket no, up no. with me. Okay. Nope. So Michigan, Michigan is on the side with with Kansas. Okay. And uh, Kansas and Oregon, um, and Purdue. Jesus, wow. Um, three of those four teams are just extremely talented, and then yeah. Michigan's just that team of destiny. Uh, the Midwest bracket. Wow. That's a fun, that's gonna be a fun one to oh, watch. Yeah. Uh, these next couple games, but um, but no, I I, I think I think um, you know. Florida, it's going to be Florida and UCLA. Uh, Lonzo Ball is just, it's just better than everyone. Yeah, there, for there's sure. just, you know, I hate. I picked, I picked them in. Yeah, yeah. Probably my best bracket. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hate his dad. And you yeah. know, if he if he died, I I probably wouldn't. I you know, I'd be like, well, fuck it, he deserved it. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't he, shed yeah, a tear. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, he's gonna a uh, big mouse gone. You know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I mean, this Florida team, Mike White, great coach, young coach. Um, super intense, great X's and O's guys. He's a, he's he's gritty. He's a great guy. He's probably you know shout out to PMT. He's a football guy. You yeah. know, um, but you know their length and athleticism. You know, I'm I'm since I'm a mid major guy, I hate when people talk about the eye test and people talk about the length and athleticism and explosiveness. You know, fuck off. <laughs> college basketball, uh. but co- but college basketball is all about. How good your team is? Do you play cohesively? Um, you know, can can you withstand uh, or withstand a team making these runs at you, and you're able to string together some quality possessions and and really, um, you know, last the length of a game against you know anyone? Can you sure. can you can you can you come out of timeouts and get get buckets in big situations? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I gotta say, this Florida team, there's just something about them. There's yeah. just something about them. Um, their their little point guard. God, I forget his last name. Um, You're good. But he he is extremely talented. And then uh, I think it's is it Devin Robinson. Um, God, they have this kid that's like six eight. He's got like a seven foot wingspan. It seems like yeah. Jumps out of the goddamn gym. I mean, it seriously can shoot it. Um, other than Lonzo Ball, he and Sindarius Thornwell. I mean, th- this kid is. Uh, I mean. You you have to devote basically your entire defense to him. He's, he's just yeah. that freakish. Um, but I really like Florida's chances to to advance. Um, I, I, they run the floor extremely well. Okay. They're the active hands on defense, and like I said, a lot of a lot of long defenders that can close out on on shooters all night long. So okay. I, I so look look out for Florida. Look out for that so that Florida, Florida UCLA, UCLA matchup. Okay. Yeah, no doubt, no all doubt. Right. Uh, 
you're gonna have to help me out here. Is Gonzaga on the Florida side? Uh, yeah, no. God damn, I can't win here. Wait, yes they are. Okay, yes I'm they are. I'm picking Gonzaga and then yes UCLA. they are. That's my that's my uh, matchup. Yeah, that could that very well is possible too. I think I mean, that'd be all right. That'd be cool. There, there. I'd probably root for Gonzaga in that in that game. The mid the mid major. Yeah, that'd be or, cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you can't call them Cinderella anymore. That's true. They're, they're, they're a, a major. Seed. They're a major program in a in a quote unquote, and I hate the term mid major conference, but you know that's just that's just that's that's what they are. They're they're a major program in. The shitty ass West Coast Conference yeah. that yeah. nobody watches because it's one o'clock in the morning when games end, and mm-hmm. you know nobody gives a fuck. But it's but you're they're right. they're they're a good team for sure, and and you're 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 seeing that right now. Okay, uh, let's move on to some NFL a little bit. The FBI <sighs> found the stolen Tom Brady Super Bowl jersey in Mexico. Whoa. First of all, why the hell is the FBI tracking down Tom Brady's jersey? Is it really that important? I know it's worth a lot of money. Is it really that important? Defend the fucking wall. That's all I gotta say. Defend the oh wall. God. Oh God. Defend the wall. I, you know, I'm I'm not a Patriots guy at all, but Trump's got to be salivating right now. I mean, <laughs> Trump right now, they're rapists. They're, you know, I mean, I mean. They're rapists. They're murderers. I mean, I mean, I mean the Texas Rangers were on this, weren't they? I'm, at, yeah, at I'm pretty sure they. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they helped in the investigation. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, we're we're building a wall because we've got you know, it's not because of immigrants crossing the borders because because they're straight. They they're steal stealing. Jerseys. They're stealing memorabilia, <laughs> America pieces of Americana. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, for sure. some I, serious when political I saw stuff. That, I was like, Jesus. So initially, they didn't say what country it was. When I first read it. <laughs> when I first read it, uh, I just saw it, it was a foreign country, and I was like, yeah. okay, conspiracy theory time. But then it comes out, it's Mexico. I just thought it was crazy how the FBI is involved. Uh, anything else here? Do you have a conspiracy theory going with this, or what do you think? Any Anything to touch on here? Hey, any, 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 anything that gets... Uh, there's a possibility there. I mean, anything that is going to get you clicks on your website, yeah, you know, I, sure. I, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's a uh, Robert Kraft... Uh, Donald Trump conspiracy oh, partnership. Shit. Okay, I, I you heard it I here think, first. I think on those. Are you I think those two take bubble baths together. I think it's very <laughs> possible. Candlelit dinners. Oh man. Um, over some nice craft macaroni and cheese, and obviously right. with cu- cut up hot dogs in it because that's the only way to do it. That sounds pretty flame. You know, actually, oh, right it's, now. oh shit, it's so good. Um, but no, I I think uh, shit. I think Trump's all over this. I, who knows? It's it's probably not even the real jersey. It's just it's just straight exactly. up. Exactly. How the hell do like, they know it's the legit thing? Right. Exactly. They're, they're just trying to be like, look, fuck the Mexicans. Let's build this <laughs> damn wall. Like, yeah, I, you know, I unbelievable. That, sickens me. All right. Um, let's skip the free agency talk. Uh, there's just so much we could get into. Uh, rumor has been circulating that Marshawn Lynch may be coming out of retirement to sign with the Raiders. Do you think this would work? And would Beast Mode be able to come right back and be the same? I mean, he's going to be out of shape. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a guy that he 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 pops skittles on the sidelines yeah. like like he's like he's got tight. I think t- that'd be a good fit. Honestly, I, it, I mean, yeah, if I, he's back to yeah, where I he mean, is. either way, it's going to be a good fit because it's 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 a veteran in the locker room who who deeply cares about the organization, grew up in the area. He's an Oakland guy, huh. you know. Okay, I didn't so, know that. yeah, he went to Cal Berkeley. Um, it's an Oakland guy. Grew up a Raiders fan, so you know. It's I mean, I think it's a great fit. You think he's now, going to? I think he, I think I think he is. And don't get me wrong, like 
He's not going to be like a a fat ass like an Eddie Lacy. Yeah. You believe they're paying him like fifty thousand dollars for for every time he weighs in under yeah, underweight. About that, crazy. You have people that don't even make fifty thousand dollars for a year of their salary. He just they're just telling him like, hey, like lay off I got the- I got to throw it out though. I'm in the Humvee. Looking like a young me. Mm-hmm. Now these motherfuckers I wanna be chubby. Yep, yeah. Hey, na- name that name that lyric though. That's Action Bronson acting crazy. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. And uh that's my life motto. But proceed. It's a good one to live by. Thank you, thank you. Um <laughs> but uh, he and and you know he's living by that motto. Yeah. Though. You know you know he's he's eating his pasta. He's eating, he's eating good. Y'all no doubt, no doubt. He's he's uh he's, I can't say I blame him. Well, I mean, even when he was in the league, though, this dude was big. Yeah. So you know he's coming in overweight. Like, th- that's just a fact. Now, the Raiders are just hoping, like, now how overweight is he going to come in? Like, mm-hmm. how out of shape is he going to be? And he's older. So I think from a PR perspective and a fan base perspective, you got to love the move. You got you got to love sure. the move. Oakland guy trying to come back to the Raiders who are trying who are who are a playoff team. Trying to trying to bring them back to greatness on his his you know last hurrah, I, I love it. I love it. Give me more. Okay. I I want to see this play out. Yeah, me I really too. do. I think it'd be sick. Uh, quick hits here. Adrian Peterson, where is he going? Tony Romo, where is he going? God, AP. I mean, who really wants? Him? I thought it was going to be the Raiders until this uh, this whole thing transpired. Who really with, wants uh, AP? Who really wants him? I, I mean, he'd be a good fit in the in the Raiders system. I think no. Uh, he would, but again, it's like durability is a serious issue, yeah, especially true. with his running style. This is a guy, this is a guy that runs with reckless abandon. Yeah. Um, does not care what happens to his body. Uh, at one point there were people that would argue that he was going to be the greatest running back that's ever lived. Yeah. Um, RIP, RIP, RIP Walter Payton. Oh, it agree. ain't even close. Yeah. Um, but this is a guy that's like. I think he's like 16th on the on the all-time list for rushing yards in the NFL. Okay. So, I mean, is he going to be a Hall of Famer? Probably. Uh, but this is a guy that I think his asking price is too high right now. Okay. Um, and this is a guy that I think there are legit durability concerns. And and there are also some things behind the scenes right now. Who knows what, what he's clearing right now sure. uh, with physicals yeah. and stuff like that. That's true. I mean, th- that's a legit concern right so, now. So what do you think? Do you think Packers, I've heard... Um, Patriots, maybe. What do you think? If you had to name a team, I mean, you, I would. He's probably banging on the door to get into the Patriots to win a Super Bowl. That would be insane. That um, would be crazy. And but again, like I could also see him being salty as fuck and going to the pack. Yeah, that would um, that would be crazy. Especially since the storylines there. Especially since they just lost Eddie Lacy. Yeah. Um, and it would. It would put, propose the opportunity to play the Super Bowl in the Viking Stadium. Right, right, right. Oh, which man. I hate the Packers, so I'm hoping to God that doesn't happen. But yeah, you know, being a Bears fan, you know that inferiority for complex. sure, for sure. Uh, but but no, I I, I think uh, I think he could he could go to the Packers for sure. I think that's a very realistic possibility. Now Romo, on the other hand. Romo, is Texans are are they the front runner you, there? Or? You've got to think the Texans. I think so you've too. I mean, think, and the, and here's the funny thing: who does Jerry Jones think he is trying to pull like a quick trade? I know. Like, okay, you're gonna trade. You're gonna trade a dude that right. I mean, is coming off of his 51st injury. Okay, um, and hardly ever can play a full season. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a guy that 
his contract is basically up yeah. and is is going to be, you know, I mean, this is a guy that, um, what does he have, one year left on his deal or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. So you were going to you were gonna trade this guy away and you were trying to get something out of him after you said you were going to let him go. Um, yeah, but he was scheming. Right, sure. but, but, but what he doesn't realize is the game being played is not between the Cowboys and whoever wants Romo. Mm-hmm. The game being played is between teams like the Broncos and the Texans. Yeah. Those two teams are playing a game to figure out who's going to take that trade bait and overpay yeah. and give up value for Romo. You know, there it's 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 a game of chicken oh, yeah. because at the end of the day, there's just the plan is is who's going to be dumb enough to make that move? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So he's gonna he's gonna they're gonna have to let him go because Romo. You know, they've already told him they they would let him go, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have to let him go. And then at that point. It's gonna be who's gonna who's gonna give him the better deal or the better chance to win. I think he's more of a, a championships guy yeah. over a money guy. You know, I mean, so he, he needs that ring. He probably wants it. So and I think I think his best bets with the Texans. Yeah. I think I think the, there's some talent there. I think he the Broncos window has has passed. Oh yeah, um, they're still a very good team, but I think his best fit is is the Texans. I okay. think that's where he ends up at. All right, switching it to a little NBA's, just some quick little things. LeBron James sat out. And uh, he brought a cup of coffee to the bench, and everybody is freaking the fuck out about players sitting out. Do you care? Do we care? Why should we? I mean, I don't really care. I don't care about him sitting out as much as I care about LeBron being a a baby back bitch. Okay? (laughs) Like, uh, no, like, no, seriously. No, you're right. Like. He can be. Like what? Okay. Did I lose? Like, Like, he can't, he can't, he can't come to the bench like a normal human being and just sit there and watch the game. He's got to be he's got to be primping his he has to have some coffee. Yeah, he's got to have his coffee. He's got to be accessorizing. He's got to have something that is always going to make you talk about him. Yeah. And on the flip it's side, all about him. but on the flip side of that, people might be like, "Well, what? I mean, like what? You're the one making a big deal about him drinking coffee. Like, what? He can't drink coffee on the bench?" I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is like how many people you see bring a cup of coffee? Like, they're so fucking exhausted. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I've got to have my coffee. I can't sit yeah. there and watch watch my teammates perform, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, for, for two and a half hours. i got to have my coffee or else I might fall asleep. As a matter of fact, fuck, I might, I might go take a nap in the <laughs> locker room. Uh, wake me up when it's done yeah. if I don't have my coffee. I mean, piss off, LeBron. Yeah, you know? I think it's a stupid story, and I don't know. A lot of people are throwing hate at uh, Popovich for even like starting this whole trend. I don't know. It's a it's dumb. I'm not don't, even really a big NBA guy. Neither but. am I. But don't hate the player, hate the game. I mean, yeah. if it's within the rules, so what? Exactly. So what? Okay. Exactly. Next collective bargaining agreement, they can talk about rest period for they, for players. There okay? you go. For sure. Then we can talk about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, part of my take. They touched on this a little bit. I thought it was funny, so I threw it in here. Uh, Dwayne Wade out for the rest of the season. Uh, with a sprain, it's a sprain and a small fracture in his elbow. But uh, don't worry because something went down on Twitter. I think uh, some, someone tweeted at Gabrielle Union, her uh, obviously his wife. Shooter shoot. Yeah, exactly. She said something about how's your penis game going. She goes, my penis game, my penis situation is strong right now. Basically saying uh, D Wade has a big long john. What do you think? I mean, look, the only thing bigger than his 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 
junk apparently is his cheeks. You ever seen the, the dude's face? He looks like a he looks like a, a squirrel that that fell into a, a, a bag of acorns. I mean, it, okay. unbelievable. No, but, this this reminded me of the big dick Decker thing. Remember that? Yes, that was hilarious. Yes. That reminded me of that. You know, hey, look. I mean, he's. I, I gotta say, the dude's a world class athlete. So he's probably servicing her well. I mean, that's just, I don't think there's any question about that at all. And for the dude, I got to give props to the guy that shouted her out. Shooters are going to yeah, shoot. Yeah, that, that's ballsy. I don't um, hate it. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. I think I think Michael Scott said that. So, yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, so shout out Michael Scott. Shout out Dunder Mifflin. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love the moxie out of that guy. Uh really just just taking his shot when his number's called. <laughs> and you know, I mean and, and like I said gotta love Twitter. Well yeah, and and, and and shout out to to you know PFT commenter right here. Uh you know, he got his fifteen minutes of fame and you know he was looking for seven minutes in heaven. So Hell yeah, you know, man. I mean <laughs> good for him. All right. I have to have to say this one. I know you might hate it. It appears the Cubs World Series story is getting a Hollywood movie treatment. It's in the works. It's supposedly a dive into David Ross's life and journey as a catcher. Will you be seeing this movie? <laughs> as he's wearing a Cardinals jersey. They're making it about David Ross. I think. I didn't read the whole thing. A guy. I, a believe, guy, I believe that's the case, yes. They're making it about a guy who was is, only there for a and he's and he and realistically he's a he's a Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Did you see uh, him on Dancing with the Stars? I didn't, but I heard he killed it. He killed it, and he did uh, Go Cubs Go. Shout out, shout out to Grandpa Rossi. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a Cardinal guy. I'm not ashamed to admit it one bit because our franchise is oh, it's God. not Here even. It's, I, I'm not even going to get into it. I mean, <laughs> we don't have the damn I mean, time. I mean, I'm not going to get into it. I mean, obviously, we're better in every facet, but. Um, but no, I mean, I Smirk think on his face. I, I, I think it'd be great. I mean. <laughs> I, I'd probably watch it. I, probably I mean, would. I mean, the script is written for them. I mean, like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Uh, it it would be a good yeah. story. Yeah, shout out Fever Pitch, Jimmy Fallon. Jesus, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, good good shout out. I like that. All right, quickly, quickly, we've uh, let's let's break a few uh, little things. Movie and TV. You have some? No, I was just say I talk too much. So no, you're good. I, I like it. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, just some quick little tidbits, movies and TV. Um, Brandon isn't here, but I was going to throw an Avatar 2 thing. He hates Avatar, so I thought it was going to be funny. Uh, Brandon will be back with us hopefully next week, definitely by the next podcast we have. Uh, but here's a little thing. A reboot of The Matrix is in the works with Michael B. Jordan. Does uh, this intrigue you, and uh, do you think that Hollywood is running out of ideas? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. yeah. We've oh, talked Holly, about Hollywood. Brandon and I have talked about yeah. this, and we have a big beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood's. Out. I mean, when when you've got guys like Scorsese taking his shit to Netflix. Yeah, I mean, something's wrong. Yeah, Enter Martin Scorsese. Yep. Wait till wait till this mob script drops and about to change the world. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's what that's what that's what the plan I'm is. To send it your way because I uh, haven't told you, but I recently. Done with the first draft. Really? Yeah. Send that over to me. Send it your Send way. It. Well, I'll do a peer review for Hell you. Hell yes. Can't I'll get. Wait. I'll get my red pen ready and everything. Good man. But no, I mean, on a serious note, though, I mean, Hollywood, come on, folks, be creative for God's sake. I mean, but but you know, it's it's just first. Usually, it's all about 
uh, retreading and remaking things, right? That's what it's all about. Hollywood's all about remaking things, and they've been doing this for a while now. They've yeah. been doing this for decades. Oh, yeah. But then there's always, like, a couple movies a year that are, like, mind-blowing, and you're just like, wow, what a great movie. Mm-hmm. Name the last movie that did that for you that came out in the past five years. A mind-blowing movie. One an original script, okay. an original film, not a remake, not a yeah. not a spinoff, an it's original tough. film. It's you tough. can't name one. You off can't the top name of my one. head. So you know, and it's but but how many shows could you name off of HBO, Netflix? Hell, a lot. Uh, TV has done its job in the. You're seeing a shift. You're seeing oh, yeah. a shift in the big the big movie stars are are starting to. Be being a TV yeah. series. De Niro, I think, is going to be in an HBO. Uh, I don't know if it's a miniseries or a mo- an HBO movie about Bernie Madoff. So that would really? be, yeah, that would be, be awesome. dope. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Bernie. What a, what a great guy. Yeah. Uncle Bernie. <laughs> Uncle Bernie. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but. You can uh, net Bernie's. Yeah, TV is definitely dope. Speaking of TV, the next podcast, uh, I think we're going to break down the Chappelle specials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't um, had a chance to see those. Yeah, so yeah, so when you do get a chance, we'll we'll definitely break those down. I got a chance to uh, watch the first. There's two of them. The first one and about 45 out of the hour of the second one. Hilarious. Chappelle is back. I can't wait to talk about it on the podcast. But uh, you're you're gonna love them. You're oh, a Chappelle yeah. guy. So. I can't wait. Yeah, you know, I had when I was younger. I had all the, I had all three Chappelle show seasons. Uh, in the lost episodes on you know DVD box set, mm-hmm. I still have them. Yeah, my mom took me to Best Buy when I was in like fourth and fifth grade to okay. go buy those. That's crazy. Mother of the year. Just letting <laughs> you guys know, that's my mom. I love back I'll up, love. Paula. Love her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll break down Chappelle and probably a lot more. I'm sure when we get Brandon in the studio, we might have to cover some of the same stuff because I'm sure he'll have something to say about more life, about the March Madness, about some NFL stuff. But uh, I think that's the podcast. Uh, Nick McCarger in the studio. Thank you for uh, for signing on. Hey. With Are you entertained? Hey, Trey. Glad thanks to have for having you me. As a yeah. part of the team. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. I had a blast. Yeah, man. We're gonna we're gonna be doing lots more. Hopefully. Uh, Especially, we're going to be doing a bi-weekly. Maybe we'll throw in, you know, we'll, we'll delve into what wet our beak with the, the weekly game, maybe, uh, if we have the time and, uh, and the effort to do that. But uh, it's been fun. This is Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment. we got to get you a, uh, a nickname. Like, I'm the Dawn of Entertainment. I, I gave Brandon the nickname the Consulier. We have this little mob theme going mm-hmm. with Are You Entertained. we got to find something cool. I know you're a Godfather guy. we got to find something. Maybe we'll put a poll out on Twitter about it yeah. or something like that. Yeah. We'll, put, we'll put, put, put a poll out, and uh, how about you guys can name me? How about that? All right. I like that. We'll figure it out. All right. Um, I'm Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Nick McCarger in the studio. we got the newbie. Uh, this is Are You Entertained, and we're out.